0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile.
2: Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Welcome back to Grant and Danny on the fan, taking you to 630 tonight. Wiz and Caps, both in action. Capitals on the fan right here at 7 o'clock. The Wizards are over on 106.7, the fan HD2 at 9 p.m., I believe.
4: Embrace the bit, bro.
3: (laughs) Kick off your future with the law firm of Kondorian Murad, the official GND show sponsor. They'll help protect your assets, update your will and trust. Schedule a free estate planning strategy. With one of their Fairfax-based attorneys, visit kmlawyers.com. Mention the show to get a discount, kmlawyers.com. Commanders have the number two pick. They could move up to number one, give up a boatload. They could stay put, take elite quarterback prospect, either Drake May or Jaden Daniels, very likely, because we're expecting Caleb Williams to go one. Or they could trade back. And we haven't talked a lot about the trade back possibilities, but we're doing that now. They could get something like. A second round pick, a third round pick, and a first round pick next year. Maybe even another pick next year. You know, if they go back far enough. But two to seven, two to six, two to eight, something like that. Remember, when they went back, now this was a different era slightly, but when they moved up to get Robert Griffin, I believe they had the sixth pick. They moved up four spots to number two. They liked Tannehill if they stayed at six, by the way. They moved up to number two. They took Robert Griffin. They gave up three ones and a two. What was the deal? Now they mm-hmm. flipped one. They swapped one of the ones, yeah. But they gave up the next year's first and the year after that's first, and then the second-round pick, I think, in the next two drafts. Maybe it'd be something like that. You know, two ones, two twos. That's a huge, huge amount of picks to add for your Wheeler and your dealer, who's your new GM, who can pick players, and Adam Peters and his staff. And the, the more lottery tickets you have, the more likely you are to win. This is a, as I said, it's a, it's a batting average gig. So you're hoping to hit 550, 650, 700 if you're great at it. The more picks you have, the more likely you are to build a winner that way. But quarterback's the whole ballgame. It's the most important thing. And if you don't solve it at number two, when are you going to solve it and how? The other thing I would say, Danny, is if they trade back, especially if they're outside of the top, it probably doesn't matter, honestly. If they're out of the top three, they might have to go the veteran quarterback route either to start all season or to handcuff to McCarthy, Penix, Knicks, whoever. Like, now all of a sudden, a two-year deal with Cousins or or Mayfield if he gets away, which I don't think he will. Something like that mm-hmm. would be back in play because you're not bringing someone in who's probably ready and necessarily going to start immediately.
4: I suppose there's a very narrow tightrope tight rope to walk. Like, if Arizona or the Chargers wanted to trade up and you were, you were certain that neither was going to draft a quarterback and you were certain that nobody else say the giants at six or Tennessee at seven or Atlanta at eight was going to supersede you and move up to the Patriots or something else. You could, I suppose slide back a couple of spots, pick up some picks and still end up with one of those group of three, assuming that you like the guy. But again, it's, it's a very complicated juggle. It's a bold gambit to be able to do something like that and, and hope that nobody else either works something out to take that guy away from you and, you know, have the math work out. Like, let's say for the sake of argument, the Chargers cannot deal with the idea of someone else having Marvin Harrison Jr. They can't. Who can? They, how can we make sure that we get him? We go up to number two. You guys are at number five. You run the risk then of Patriots taking somebody. Somebody jumps ahead at four. You've lost one of that group of three. Is that worth it anymore? But, I don't know what it will be to this group.
3: But unless the rest of your hypothetical is that one of those three still falls to five. And that's the point. But, but
2: the how The chances you know?
3: of that, I mean, maybe it'll happen. Like, we don't know how the draft's going to play out. The chances of that are minuscule. I mean, it's just it's just not a... Yes, if a team comes up that's not taking a quarterback, that takes one pick off the board, but there's still another pick coming. So you have one, three, four, even if you're at five... There's your three quarterbacks, right? It so,
4: just, the, but the, the part of the hypothetical was you, and you know for however you know, you I want. don't know that you do, but you know that Arizona's not doing it, and they're not
3: trading the pick. It, I just, it, it's too damned I, hard, in my opinion. I appreciate what you're trying to accomplish, but like, yeah, I just don't think there's any path to that. You you will miss out on the top three if you're not picking in the top three very likely. Or you let me say this: whether you do or you don't, you have to assume that that that's what you have to assume. So if you go back to five, it's McCarthy time. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think Penix is going to go later than most people do, but and I like him. Fine, I like him too. I think the the age, the injury, the size. Is is there is there an offer?
4: Is there an offer that you'd go? I I have to.
3: I guess. I mean, like I I don't say never, right? I'm not a believer in that, so I'll say yes to, to the question. If you. I mean, if, if I got, like, someone wanted to come up nine spots and they were giving me, like, three ones, three twos, and a three or something, well, of course, now I've probably got to do it. You know, I got, I got a two this year, a two next year, a two after. Like, yeah, I just set up my whole organization to have unbelievable drafts for three straight years. But damn if I wouldn't be annoyed. And now the problem is, because the draft's after free agency, unless someone's still sitting out there, I might be between a a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Maybe I have to package picks and go get a quarterback now. Maybe I have to go trade for use a some of that commodity
4: or something. I mean, to me, the only way that I'd be okay with the trade, and it, even if one of those Godfather offers comes in, I would need to know. I don't know how we could, because nobody's going to tell us squat, and they shouldn't. But I would need to know with a little truth serum. Me looking at Adam Peters in his eyes, Adam, you have great eyes, by the way. Your hair is outstanding. You're so handsome. You're chiseled, and uh, you're a dreamboat. Thanks for being here. How do you have whatever quarterback you end up with? Because I'm still assuming they're taking one. If it's McCarthy, if it's, you know, Knicks or whoever. How do you have them graded? If he's like, well, I'll be honest with you. We got May as an 8 out of 10, making up a number. And I got McCarthy at a 7.5. But he'll, with some upside, because look at all the things we're going to put around him. I'll go, okay. But if the
3: difference is May's an
4: 8, McCarthy's a 4, I can't do that. Here's
3: what they would have to do is they'd have to come out right away. and Maybe you do this initially behind the scenes, you know, by getting whispered in some people's ears to get the word out. They just didn't like any of the three. I, I'm going to make all of this up now, but just follow me. Scared by Caleb Williams' red flags, you know, just the the noise about wanting to have an ownership stake and not having an agent or whatever it is. Uh, don't like Drake May because of they just didn't love the film or they thought he didn't play well enough in big games and, and they're worried about... Um, it's hard for me because I love Drake May, but to, to come up <laughs> with the flaws... But they're worried about, uh, like, his game translating. We to don't the next like him because Grant likes him. Right. Uh, Jaden Daniels, they go, he's he's way too thin and he takes way too many shots, and we just think he's not going to be durable. Um, and he, he's a little older than kind of the upside that we're looking for from an age standpoint or whatever. And they just they don't like any of the three. So they auction off their pick. They take the highest bidder. It's, you can't be mad at them if they don't want any of those three guys. You can't force them to take one. But they need to get that word out immediately. I would still be frustrated, by the way. Yeah. Because th- there's three very different options here. Please like one of them. It- it's almost like you went to a a buffet. <sighs> it's funny you said buffet because I was about to say a, a cheesecake factory who has like a 40 page. Oh, I'd love to go to cheesecake or have you ever factory. Been to right like now. a Maggie McFly's. Yeah. There's one over at the Springfield Mall. I don't know if it's still there. It's been a while since I've been there. But it's one of these like everything's made from scratch in the kitchen bits, and they've got like a 60 page menu. You, you just can't go through that menu and tell me you don't like them. This
4: is my biggest Rivera problem was it, it, the excuses every year was we didn't like any of them, like like somebody. Figure it out, Like man. somebody over four years, please. 46
3: pages of options here. You like Italian? There's, there's Italian in there. You like uh, Asian? We, we got that, too. Like, you tell me what you're looking for. It's in that menu. But if somehow that's the case, they don't like any of the three guys and they move back, I don't think you can be too angry. But I, I will be frustrated and then you just get a king's ransom and you've put yourself on the clock though it's the Rivera bit my biggest annoyance with him was not just that he couldn't solve quarterback it's that he couldn't solve quarterback after missing the opportunity to do so in his first hours on the job now your first draft you had the number two pick in a draft where there were a few excellent quarterbacks who have had really good careers you opted out of that and then said oh man it's hard to find a quarterback it's just And he just said that a million times after that. So hard. You guys don't know how hard it is. It's so hard. You have to try to find one, though, buddy. It Uh is hard. It's harder when you're picking second and you say, nah, I'm good. Thanks, Justin Herbert. Let's go to the phones. Fill in the blank. 800-636-1067. So my answer was trading down would be a huge mistake. The blank after uh, trading down would be? Risky. Let's go to Gino in Silver Spring. Hey, Gino.
0: Hey, gentlemen, for me, trading down would be great Uh, going into this draft of all the possible outcomes. There is one trade down scenario, which is my absolute favorite way for the franchise to move forward. And so hear me out real quick. You trade with Chicago. You trade Chicago, the two pick for Justin Fields. They don't have a second rounder, their third pick, which is number 75, their first pick, which is nine and a third next year. You get Justin Fields. You go back to nine. You get their third pick, and maybe some additional future picks. That is for me the best move that they can make as a team this year. What do y'all think?
4: So what is, didn't sound like they gave up anything for Justin Fields then? I guess they, they give up. They, they swapped <laughs> once. The to trade Yeah.
5: They so the
4: Bears two. go up to two, and then as compensation right. for that, Washington gives field, up Field. Okay.
0: That so you get Fields their nine pick their third round pick, which is 75 and maybe a future pick, like a two next year. And for Chicago, it's really enticing. Hey, you get Caleb Williams.
4: And Marvin Harrison.
0: Oh my God, you know? And then you wind up with what I feel people are going to vary on fields. I get that. But I feel like he's just emerging as he gets into year four. I I would hope so. He's been in
3: the league for 11 years.
4: So
0: the reason I I don't love
4: that, and and I'm a fields guy, by the way, I don't think Grant is, but that's beside the point. point. I, I like fields, but the the window for the whole point of like that young quarterback, A, you want good play. I mean, at the end of the day, good play, you just pay what you have to pay. Who cares? But waiting for the guy that hasn't done it yet after three-plus years to really do it at that high level and not using your first-round pick to start the clock over again? I mean, those years of an, a rookie contract guy playing like a veteran are the most valuable thing you have in the sport. I, I want to shoot for that. And I know that maybe picking some nits, but that's something that that's my goal in this draft. So
3: first thing I want to do is say good call and thank that guy for offering a trade that is realistic in some way. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times people will call up and be like, what about this? What about 17 like ones for insane, right? So I, I, he's got some football chops and I, I appreciate that. You're not going to get me to agree to any trade where Justin Fields is the quarterback here next year. I'm over it. He has been in the league for three years. Now, I don't do quarterback wins losses, but the Bears are 10 and 28 in the games when he's been on the field. He's not the sole reason why. It's not a particularly good team. This past season, in 13 games, he threw 16 touchdowns and completed 61% of his passes, which, by the way, was his highest completion percentage of his career. No thank you. Like, people are coming around on Justin Fields, and I get it. He is getting better. Each year, he's gone from 58% to 60% to 61%. His uh, you know, interception percentage has dropped from 3.7 to 3.5 to 2.4. His touchdown percentage was down a little bit this year, but went from 2.6 originally to 4.3 this year. Like He has absolutely improved each season, which I would say he had to because it was hard to get worse than the early thing. But also, you should do that. It's been three years, man. He has had 40 games, and people are like, he's starting to come into his own. God, I hope so. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. how long does it take? I, I have made up my mind. I think he is um, a great weapon. I think you can build a successful offense around him, and I think he could be a league-average quarterback moving forward. Uh, he's also about to get paid huge money, and that's the biggest reason why I am it's a no-for-me dog. Y- you talk about all the picks you've added. You go get fields. You then immediately have to give him, at best, the Jordan Love contract to kind of get him paid for the next couple of seasons, if you're betting on him being good, you know, like the Packers did. So he's immediately getting a nice little payday, where he jumps into a different kind of stratosphere in terms of the contract. And as soon as he gets that one in place, now you're talking about him being closing in on a massive payday, right? So. No, thank you. On that, I'm going to pick my own quarterback, or I'm going to go with someone who's proven it to a greater extent. Let's go to Jason in Bethesda. What's up, Jason? From Bethesda.
1: Yeah, hey Hey guys. My two words would be uh, courageous, and uh, the second would be enticing. However, having said that, I hope they don't trade. Make the trade. Um, I say courageous just because hypothetically, if uh, they do trade down and they get McCarthy or Penix or Nix, and that. Quarterback, as you know, odds are with any quarterback, especially late first round, et cetera, is not going to be a franchise caliber quarterback. And the guy that they pass on, whether it's Daniels or Drake May, goes on to have the Pro Bowl franchise starting quarterback. Then you know, rightly so, I think everyone's going to hammer Peters for it, and it'll be a huge mistake that could be, you know, hard to overcome. Uh, If they do the smart thing and stay at number two, and May or Daniels doesn't pan out, and one of those quarterbacks that they could have potentially traded down for. Like McCarthy, et cetera, goes on to have a better career. I don't think people are going to say, "Oh, you know, we really we should have traded down," because you know you just can't predict that. I feel like in some cases you got to make a bold move. In some cases, you just got to stay and do the safe play. And I feel like this year with the number two pick, the safe play and the smart thing is to take the guy that we think is going to be the best quarterback among the uh, options. I think it's a
4: sharp way to put it. So there's some of this has to matter in context, GP. And here and here's what I mean: if you do the thing that 99% 99 percent of the other teams would do. It's hard. It's hard to vilify you for it, right? Like there are years where you know, like Zach Wilson went number two. There's probably 25 teams that would have taken him number two. So I know everybody looks at it as a miss, and we could talk about balls and strikes and say, hey, this one, did, this guy didn't work out, and someone else picked after him did. But that doesn't go as far as saying you you shirked any opportunity to take a quarterback by moving back in the draft, figuring you just find one from the magic quarterback tree that Ron Rivera was looking under for for four years. You know, like the conventional thing, even though, as as uh, to the caller's point, it's you kind of know when to hold them, no one to fold them. There, the conventional thing that's just the most normal: take advantage of the opportunity, draft the highest ranked quarterback on everybody's board, and every Mel Kuyper says it's a good pick, and Phil the says it's good, and you know uh, all the different uh, analysts on NFL Network like it. That's a normal thing, and nobody's going to vilify you for that if it doesn't work out to the same degree. I don't think eight
3: hundred six three six one zero six seven is the number. How would you feel about trading back? Fill in that blank for us. Trading down would be? That's the question on Grant and Danny.
1: Drake May, to me, is is a unique talent for his size. He has all the arm talent you want. I think he forced the ball a lot this year because he didn't have the same type of playmakers. I think he is a very good athlete. that can move and make some plays with his legs. They got an opportunity to see him play live two years ago uh, against the Miami Hurricanes down here where I retired. And I just thought the ball just came off of his hands. And you can tell how gifted of a player he is.
3: Rick Spielman, who joined us yesterday. If you missed our conversation with Spielman, uh, he was really good. Of course, he was uh, involved in hiring Adam Peters and Dan Quinn on the search committee for the Commanders. Welcome back to G&D. You're listening to the fan talking about the possibility of trading back. How far back would you be willing to go, Danny? So they have the number two pick. You know, I would think you could probably get McCarthy as late as like 12 or 13 comfortably. Uh, Who knows where Knicks and Penix and those guys are going to go. But if they trade back and still get a quarterback, it cushions the blow. That's my my criteria. You don't have to get, uh, you don't have to like McCarthy as much as Daniels or May. Like if you have McCarthy, you got one of the top guys in the class and it's a rookie and it's exciting and maybe he's really good. You got the potential that you hit a home run. Do you feel the same way about Penix or or Knicks? Are they in the same category? Yeah, I mean, again, it's this is this is one of those tough things because I'm not the evaluator. I haven't grinded over the tape. I I love Daniels. I like May a lot too. Keller Williams is pretty cool. But like, but for you, like, yeah. If they traded back to twenty and got a boatload of picks and they took Michael Penix,
4: you're cool with that? I'd go, okay. I, I hope he's every bit as good as as his other guys, but like it's, there is some degree of leeway that I'm I'm allowing Peters and
3: company to maneuver. So that's interesting too. What you just said, you said I, I, basically I hope they're right. Yeah. I mean, how much does it change if May and Daniels one or both are awesome? It's gonna like, change. It'll. it'll I'll, be, I'll be watching. Part of the right? anger I had for Rivera on the Chase Young pick after the fact was Not only what happened with Chase Young, which is a given, but let's say Chase Young turned into I'm not going to put TJ Water, Miles Garrett on him, but let's just say good. You know, let's say he was Ryan Kerrigan. He was just a good first round pick who had 10, 11 sacks every single season. You still would have watched Justin Herbert out in LA with a wandering eye going, You got to be kidding me, Ron. You had a chance at that. You turned it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So, like, I think if Drake May becomes a star and you got Penix, uh, unless. You, the guy you pick's really good. I think that's going to reflect really badly, yeah? I mean, if there's enough coming back, then maybe you have to add up all the picks. It's not just Penix. It's mm-hmm. Penix, plus the linebacker, plus the tackle, plus the tight end. Like, whatever you do with you all really, picks.
4: the Really, the the sort of case... Not case. I'm trying to think of the... My axiom or the thing that's important to me... I, also, you still need cornerbacks. You need... Linemen and and linebackers and receivers and run. You, of course, you have to field a, a roster of fifty three. Try to get the best players you possibly can. We know that, et cetera. It's all a waste of time. There's a reason you don't have an eleven win season since nineteen ninety one. You haven't solved the most important position in sports. It's pretty simple, right? You've you've swung and missed time after time after time after time with quick fix after quick fix. And I know the draft picks didn't work. I know Heath Schuler didn't work. I know Robert Griffin didn't work ex- outside of that one year. I get it. If you don't end up with the dude, that's all window dressing. You know what I mean? It's like the foundation is shot, your house is on
3: fire, but you got new drapes. It's all a waste of time. At its core, maybe what this really is is just a debate about roster building or quarterback acquisition. Right? Because we don't know if the number 2 pick is a home run. Doesn't there's no way to figure that out in real time. It's a crapshoot. But you're debating building everything else up and finding the quarterback later, kicking the can down the road, or shooting your shot right here, right now. And for me, it's simple. I'm the closest to the target I'm going to be. The target is the the biggest it will be. I've got the best weapon I'm possibly going to have in the form of that number two pick. I'm going to shoot my shot this moment. It's that Wolf of Wall Street harpoon that that they're talking about to nail the whales, right? Eventually, I've got to catch a fish. So I can either put my hook in right now when I'm you know, fishing in a bucket, basically. Or I've got to wait till I'm in a pool and have to still catch a fish later. I'm doing it right now. Giving myself the best shot. Taking the QB. A uh, question for you guys. The way we're steering this at 800-636-1067. You're filling in a blank for us. Trading down from the second pick. Moving back would be? How do you fill that blank in? Let's go to Ellis in D.C. on Grant and Danny. What's up, Ellis?
6: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. I hey, love the show.
3: Thank you. Thanks.
6: Um, I would be elated. Elation is my my word. I think um, the reason quarterbacks succeed that high is they already have the foundation, so I would trade back, get that foundation. If you look at um, what's what's my guy's name? If you look at C.J. Stroud, the reason he was so successful last year is they already had a line. They had a all pro left tackle to watch his back. And it's the same thing like draft after draft. You need that line first. The only quarterback who didn't have a line that was successful drafting that high was Joe Burrow. And look at look at him not having a line. Look what it that's done to his career. Um so I would trade back, maybe trade to Atlanta. What would Atlanta do to jump up to number two? Right? Trade back to Atlanta, pick up a number one pick. And then that fourth pick is is super valuable. I trade back from number four everybody's going to want um, Marvin Harrison Jr. I might pick up another number one, trade a number four. Now I got two number ones next year, and then I draft my quarterback. So who's your quarterback? Who's your quarterback? my quarterback this year? I actually like what the caller said earlier, um, and I know you guys don't want to go over it again, um, but I like Justin Fields. I give him a second or third. But but long term,
3: so Fields is your answer? No, no.
6: Fields would be my answer for the next two years. Okay, and When I build my line, I draft a quarterback next year. It's the only, so the line. issue with that,
3: and it's a, thank you for the call. Thanks, buddy. Next year's quarterback class, as of right now, looks bad. And that could change, but it will not be this year's. You're not going to have a trio like this year's pretty definitively. So that's the problem. A lot of teams are actually, this it sounds like, moving up or considering overdrafting a QB this year. McCarthy may be going in the top 10 as a great example because next year's class isn't as good. So if you want to draft one, kind of now's the time. That's one issue with that philosophy. I I don't have to be a big fields guy. Um, We could disagree on that, but really that's a a small part of it. Uh, Before we get back into the draft thing, I do want to point this out because I feel like I'm always beating up fields. I did see one tweet today that was very pro-Justin Fields, where if you compare his numbers and Lamar Jackson's numbers over the last 17 games, they're pretty similar for what that's worth. Now I always think these stats are kind of dumb because Fields is playing from behind in almost every single game so he's throwing it more and he's you know playing hero ball more mm-hmm. and you know big plays are going to be given up way more frequently by defenses that are in prevent versus Lamar who's always often playing in the lead and you know it's just not as friendly but having said that last 17 games Fields 29 touchdowns Jackson 24 Fields 4100 total yards Jackson 4400 Fields 19 giveaways Jackson 15 Rating, 85 versus 94, which mm. is actually not that close at all. Uh, but, look. It's still instructive. One of those guys is the MVP. The other, you know, everyone is kind of down on. Him. So, I just wanted to throw that out there uh, to, to balance out my, I want nothing to do with Justin Field's take. Um, second, he he referenced the Texans line this year as, like, this awesome thing for, uh, for CJ Stroud. Stroud. They were ranked 26th in the NFL at the end of last season by PFF via all their metrics. That was not a good line. Uh, Stroud's actually the opposite example, I think, of what he just used him for. Stroud is a, oh, my God, look what that guy did because he was so great. Not because the team was great.
4: And Yes, Laramie Tunsil's a really good player, by the way. That was a foundational piece. But, yeah, yeah, the the rest of it is, you know, I don't know how.
3: Kenyon Green, Scott Quisenberry, A.J. Kahn, Titus Howard. Like, that was their line the season before. So, to me, I look at C.J. Stroud and I go, you know, first-time offensive coordinator. Might be pretty good, it seems like. First-time head coach. Might be pretty good, it seems like. Tank Dell was kind of not expected to be a stud. Might be pretty good, it seems like. They put some things around him. Nico Collins just became a beast. That guy's all of a sudden one of the better receivers in the league. Yeah, they went and got Dalton Schultz. Easily controllable, help. You know, helpful piece for not that much money. Decent situation. Not great. Mm-hmm. I think C.J. Stroud is one of those guys that would have been really good anywhere. You know, Burrow with the Bengals. Changed the culture around from an organization that hadn't won in decades and decades and decades. Some guys are the break glass in case of emergency dude. Seems like Stroud might have been that guy. Alex Mechanicsville, what's up?
5: Hey, thanks for taking my call, you guys. You Uh, bet. My point, my word is ecstatic uh, for trading back, but it's with a caveat that there's only one specific trade that I really like, and that's trading back to number three with New England. I think that is the most ideal scenario because we know out of these top three quarterbacks, at least one's probably going to be good. At least one's probably going to be a bust. And nobody can really know for sure. No matter how great of a talent evaluator Adam Peters is, people get this, this top quarterback draft pick wrong totally. all the time. So I want to I hope that New England falls in love with somebody I'm not even trying to for them and take the craziest draft haul of all time from them. Just give me a couple extra picks. Let me trade back and soften the blow in case I get the one guy who is a bust, but still give me a shot at one of those three guys. I don't- appreciate Thanks, you, bud. buddy. You're
3: now having your quarterback picked for you then, Danny. In other words, you're getting whoever's left of the
4: big three. And that and then a couple of leaps have to happen, right? Let's just say, for the sake of argument, that different attributes, obviously, but the overall grade, I just keep making up these numbers. Drake May, eight. Jaden
3: Daniels, eight. Happy with either one. I'll take extra picks and the player. Very rare that that's the case. Yeah, I can't imagine any way that you didn't have a preference. Right. You know, they're so different, right? But let's say that you don't. Let's say that you. it's a dead heat. One way or like the other, it doesn't really matter at all. You like them equally. That's the only way that would work is if all three quarterbacks are identical on your board and you go it doesn't matter even a little bit with a decision this big, I don't know how that would be possible. It's like getting married or something like yeah I mean I could tomorrow I'm gonna be engaged it could be to Beth or it could be to Susie one way or the other I'll be with one of them the rest of my life <laughs> and um, you know it's like the Bachelorette or something yeah like, whichever one shows up I would imagine you're gonna have a preference and if you do, then you can't do that because then you're just being handed the third guy. Here's a You were doing a weird hypothetical earlier. I'll do mm-hmm. one. If, if, it's, if you know who the Patriots are taking, like you've lied to them. Let's say Washington really likes Jaden Daniels. And you know that the Patriots are all over Drake May. And you've lied to them and you let them, you, like you made them think that you're taking Drake May. Mm-hmm. And you know they're coming up to get him. I, how that would be, I don't know. But like you are convinced that you're sure that they're taking the other guy. Then it's possible. But, again, that is not really how it all works. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm opposed to that. I, I think too important a decision. The whole reason we're excited to have Adam Peters and, and Lance Newmark in this new group is because we think they're pretty smart and they might be good at this. They should probably be picking between the two rather than letting, with all due respect, the Patriots. Letting
4: someone else do it.
3: Horrendous front office over the last several years. Partly rebuilt, but a kind of a, a new group in their own right. Pick the quarterback for you. I'll take my chances with Peters and Newmark. Are you surprised by how many people want to trade back? Nope. I'm telling you, this this is what this this fan base is conditioned. I think people are nervous about being wrong. Yeah. I don't mean themselves, but I think they're petrified that the Commanders are going to get it wrong, and that's why we're hearing what we're hearing.
4: It's it's twofold. One, it's the offensive line was great in the '80s, and people will never think about anything other than that. Right. The, Quarterback's the, not that. Yeah, important. it's this magic formula that all they have to do is run the ball behind a great offensive line, and the whole thing will be over. The second is. Touched
3: the hot pot a couple times with high draft picks that were quarterbacks and it didn't work. I really believe that. 800-636-1067 is the number. Grant and Danny on the fan.
6: What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's up with that?
1: Man, bro, I'm glad we are talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like, why, why just are you unfollow the Bears? This and that, like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that, I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. That's you know, true, that's true. That's <laughs> facts, that's but facts. But you, you, f- you follow Luciana, right?
6: Hmm? But listen, listen. Man, yeah, that's, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really messing with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel I'm... me?
3: So that was Justin Fields on a podcast with the brothers Saint Brown in the NFL, Amon Ra and Equaniminius. Equaniminius, Saint Brown. You know Saint Brown. I believe it's actually. Equaminius. but for some reason I always add a Nama in there. I I throw an N in there, yeah. and I hope that nobody asks any follow-ups. Equi- it's not just Equiminius. That's too easy. It's equinominius, right? No? Hmm. Okay. Equiminius, which is way easier than I would have expected, and Amon Ra, who's my guy. That's a that's a top 10 or so wide receiver in the league. He's the terrific. World. He's really open ready. every time. Yeah, he stays open operating out of the slot. Uh, But that was Fields suggesting, and the the big story this week was he unfollowed the Bears on all social platforms. His dog did as well, and so everyone was like, oh, he clearly doesn't want to be back with the Bears or doesn't think he's going to be back with the Bears. What do you make of his logic? Like, he's away from football, and he doesn't want to think about football. He doesn't want it filling up his timeline. When you go on vacation, do you unfollow the station and all things Yeah, you know how
4: I do it. No, of course not. It's, It's nonsense. Do you buy that at all? Not even a little bit. I kinda do. I don't. And I, I and I appreciate him doing that for some
3: reason. But if, like then why do it in the first place if you're not gonna own it? See what I'm saying? Well, because he might have actually unfollowed them, not because he's ready to move on from the Bears, but because like he does not want to see like the Bears are tweeting uh at Caleb Williams workout. And like maybe he just doesn't like I mean that the, the social team is is generating excitement for the off season, so we're on the clock, you know, all that kind of stuff, maybe that's bad for him. Maybe he doesn't like it. Maybe he doesn't want it in his headspace.
4: I don't know. I don't know. It seems pretty easy to not look at it or
3: mute it or do something. It's pretty simple. No one would know if you muted the Bears. But you, you did a thing. It might be time for a Twitter poll right now. I tweeted, today I learned. That's what the kids say, right? I was today years old. TIL. A stunning amount of Commanders fans want to trade back from number two. Something that I am not for, and uh, at least on social media, the, a lot of responses immediately are like, "I don't get it. This is crazy." But I'm t- almost most of the calls we've hit. I'm telling you, I'm dude, taking them as they're coming in one by one. We got a lot still to get to, but it has been surprising. This feels like the perfect time for me to. I can't really crack these knuckles. Can you do it? Nah, nah let me see if I can get one. Nothing happening. Hey, there you, got you go. A little one. You got a little cracky oh, crack. Yeah, it's time for me to crack these knuckles and do a Twitter poll. I got to use my microphone glass. Microphone glass. All right. So how do we want to do this? We want to go trade up, trade back. Mm -hmm. Ooh. I was going to say make a pick. But why don't we go take May, take Daniels. What do we think?
4: I see what you're doing. So you're going to offer four choices or three? Four choices. Four choices.
3: Trade up, trade back, take May, take Daniels. All right. Uh, The Commanders. Uh, the best option, How do I want to say, the, the option that will make you the happiest, the commander's decision with a number two pick that will make you the happiest. All right. Polls going live. At Here we Grand go. Polls. We'll do it live. Trade up. Trade back. Take May. Take Daniels. Now, I'm not going to say trade up for Williams, but I think That's people, probably what it would be, right? Can you imagine if they traded up for Joe Alt? Just took a tackle. They're like, they go up to number one. Everyone's like high fiving, purchasing Caleb Williams jerseys. They're on the clock for number 10. Bottom of the screen forever. It says pick is in. You know, Field Yates is on the coverage for some reason, talking about how they got their guy. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams time. And then they they pick Joe Alt. <laughs> I'll be steamed. As someone who's a little dubious about Caleb Williams, give me Joe Alt at number one in that situation. Although, you know what I would do? Straight up to number one. I think I'm ready to go hard in the paint on this. If they traded up to number one, which I would not do for okay. the record. want nothing to do with trading. But in a world where they've traded up to number one and they come to me and they go, you're making the call. With the first pick, if the pick is in, Darius, you probably don't. With the first pick in the 2024 NFL draft, the Washington Commanders select Drake May, University of North Carolina. All-time bet. Caleb Williams just fell to number two. I'm taking Drake number one. I know you would. You would take him over all others. I have to. I believe in the player. Let's go to PJ and Reston.
7: Hey, guys. It's always a privilege to get on there. So, I agree with you guys. I, we got to stay in the top three. I um, I'm. I would be God That's the word I would use. I would be godsmacked if we traded out. God
3: smacked or um, gobsmacked?
7: Uh, whichever is the correct
4: one's a band the other would you'd be like a gay I think you're looking for gobsmacked
3: gobsmacked
7: I think you're right I I, I was trying to be a little bit smarter than I thought (laughs) no
3: but I kind of like it you're an American rock band from Lawrence Massachusetts formed (laughs) in 1995 a lead singer rhythm guitarist Sully Erna
7: I get it yeah I saw them at the HFS festival by the way they weren't my favorite but but they were good they were good Back when the HFS festival was loaded, like this is like 25 years ago. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. But um, so what I would do is this, right? I would do the the most safe thing of probably state number two. Now, I would do two mild trade attempts from leverage. I would do an offer to the Bears that they probably won't take, but I would float this out there. Instead of trading draft capital, I would do this with the Bears, right? I would say, hey, uh, we will offer you our number two. We'll get you number one you can pick between either Jonathan Allen or Deron Payne and next year's second rounder. They're probably going to say no to that, but just in case they really want to <laughs> I,
3: <laughs> I love what you propose to trade. You are yes. probably going to say no. Always the good start of a negotiation for sure. All right, we'll update the poll next on D. First time this draft season, we're looking into the possibility of trading back and whether it would be worth it for Washington on Grant and Danny.